Alright, so the ring cannot stay in Rivendell, right? This is a huge deal. Because Rivendell will be destroyed. So all these people are coming in. It's really cool. Different colors, different races, different areas. Different even beliefs. The dwarves, they hide in their mountains seeking riches. They care nothing for the troubles of others. It is in men. And women. I mean, come on. And women. Right. Men are weak. Well, men are weak. Women are weak. The blood of no man is all but spent. Pride and dignity forgotten. Just because of men, the ring survives. It was there. He was there 3,000 years ago? That dude is old. Holy cow. All right. And then we get these wonderful scenes from this beautiful spot. And the sword is still sharp. And there's a little bit of tension. But we've got to reforge that sword because the sword is a symbol for the Bible. And, yeah, come on, get it back in the hands of the king. It's so good. How can you feel the love tonight? Smooching on the bridge. Yeah, all right. Just like Christmas soiree, right? No, yes. All right. Here it is. Oh, there it is. Oh, no. Ah! Ah! Quick, stop. Okay, good. Phew. All right. Oh. All right. So when Luke Howard offered to paint a mural for me, I said yes very quickly. And he's like, what do you want me to do? I'm like, I want you to do Rivendell, because that's how I see my classroom. And he was going to paint that. And he decided not to paint that, because then we would all be staring at that. Instead, what we realized is we wanted to paint the view from that porch, so that it felt like you were sitting at the Council of Elrond while you're sitting in my classroom. Because that's how I set up this big last lesson that I do every year. This is one of my favorite lessons to do. How many times have I said that this semester? <laughs> anyway, yeah, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right, but I want you to really consider that this lesson is the one that I do on the last day pretty much every year. Because it gets way bigger than homework and you know grades. It's even bigger than high school. That's part of the point right now. And I love this moment. It's interesting, he's gonna say strangers from distant land. For about 10 years, I had to kind of say, well, that's kind of a cool, you know, someday you'll be in a spot. No, now, with the international program, I literally have students from all over the world. Hey, how's it going? Good, Good let's give it up for this guy right here. Come on, serving the school, loving us. What do you, what do you got? I need to sit down here quick. All right, peace, do I get her back? Yeah. Okay, good. Eventually. Eventually. All right. See you, Sedona. Have fun on your quest. All right. But I love this. It's like we have a non-denominational school. We have students in this classroom from all over the planet right now. We have different colors, different families, different perspectives, and different gifts. It's finally happening where I get to really kind of get the metaphor concrete in my room. Fair enough? So here we go. Strangers from distant lands, friends of old, you've been summoned here to answer the threat of Mordor. Middle-earth stands upon the brink of destruction. None can escape it. You will unite or you will fall. Right? Each race is bound to this fate, this one doom. Bring forth the ring. Frodo. Not yet, not yet. 
There it is. If you've been paying attention this week, or you know the stories, or read the book, or watched the movies, you get this sense that Tolkien has created this masterpiece of mythology where this little ring embodies whatever it is in this culture, in Rivendell, in the Shire, in Gondor, in Middle-earth, that if they don't destroy that, what will happen? Yeah, so we did it personally before. If Frodo doesn't destroy it, it'll destroy him. Bilbo doesn't destroy it, it'll destroy him. But now we're doing it communally. This is an issue where if the people in Rivendell don't deal with this ring, Rivendell will be destroyed. Their families will be destroyed. Gondor will be destroyed. It'll be literally overshadowed by Sauron, and he will enslave everybody and ruin their culture, ruin their families, ruin everything that they love. So they have to take this little ring, right, and go chuck it in Mount Doom in the hot lava. Throw it in the hot lava, and all evil power loses its power. Yay! Who wants to go? Right, you get the wizard and the dwarf and the elf, and they go destroy it. And on one hand, it's almost kind of silly, and it's very easy to miss, except for its epic proportions, and the, this great filmmaking and powerful story writing. And at the end of the day, you're going to think it's mere entertainment, or just a good story, because we love good stories. And this class is about, wait a second, time out. Don't miss it. Maybe you've got it, just in case. Here we go. All right, so ready to bring forth the ring. Gerald. No, I don't want to touch that thing. Whatever. Put it right here on Yoda's face, right here. Oh, yeah. That's, that's powerful stuff, I know, right? There we go. Okay. Let's give it up. Come on, let's give it up right there. Now, would anybody blame Frodo? Would anybody blame Frodo for leaving and going back to the Shire right now? No way. He's been stabbed. It's been long and hard. He's already a hero. He got it there. Woo woo, build a dude a monument, right? Like, he can go home, no problem. And also, up until this point, these have all been things that either you inherited from your parents or you picked up along the way, right? It's very personal, these things that we have to deal with. If Frodo doesn't deal with it, he gets destroyed. If Bilbo hadn't let it go with Gandalf, it would have turned him into Gollum. Gotta deal with it. These are the lizards on the shoulder. I've tried to make this personal for you. Take care of these issues in your life. Right? So Frodo does. Nice. Maybe some of you already have. Nice job. It's like, again, a whole other shift in the metaphor. He doesn't need to do this. He can go home. He's already a hero. We already love him. Let everybody else take care of it. And what's he going to do in about eight minutes? Now it's choosing to take it. See, most of the stuff in your life that you've had to deal with right now, you've hardly had a choice about it. You've just had to deal with all this stuff. Does that make sense? Right around now in college is the call. It's, okay, you've dealt with a porn issue in your life? Great. Okay, now you're going to take on the porn industry. Let's go. Right? You've dealt with gossip for yourself. Now we're going to get gossip out of our churches. Yeah? You've dealt with your own greed issue. Well done. Now we're going to take on corporate greed in America. You see that? Now do you see the shift? And that second shift has to be a choice. Tolkien knows it. 
because you will deal with your own stuff because it's your own life. It's now I'm going to step into dealing with this communally and dealing with this in our culture. And the truth is, are there things that we have to deal with? Now, who would do it, right, if we had to take this ring to the crusher in West Chicago? <laughs> right, who would take the ring to the crusher in West Chicago? We'll throw it in there with all the other cars, and it will crush it, and now all the evil on earth will go away. Anybody want to do that at lunch today? You got a few people. You guys will go play the opera music. You know, you can get over there together and, you know, brandish your swords and phones and whatever and throw it in, and yay, we got it, right? Yeah? Wouldn't that be nice? Is that it? No. That's where we got to do the metaphor stuff, the applicability stuff. Okay, so ready? What are they? I'll ask you again in a little bit, but let's just throw a few out there right now. How is the porn industry doing in our culture? You guys, when I was your age, with no kids, it was around, and it was a mess, and it was toxic. Look at it now, 25 years later. How's it going? It is insane. I've got 10-year-old twins, and I'm having, at the age of 10, we're having all these talks trying to prep and be careful and to watch out and to deal with it because it's predatory. It, they're preying on my 10-year-olds because they know they can get them young, they got them hooked for life, and there's addictions. Like, this is evil stuff, and it has not gotten less. It's exponentially gotten more out of control. What's it going to be like for your kids? Have you thought about that yet on some level? And by the way, how are the adults in the culture doing dealing with this? Okay, so who's going to do it? Who's going to take it on? Okay, I mean, right, that's fine. Want me to go to St. Francis and ask their seniors? Or I can go to Wheaton North. I mean, if this is one of the best high schools in North America, one of them. If you guys aren't going to do it, who's going to do it? See, I think that's where it's like not metaphor anymore. It's like, who's going to do it? <laughs> we need someone to do it, right? Okay, well, if we're not going to deal with the porn industry, what are some other ones? Like how abortion is out of control. Who's going to take on that abortion issue in our culture? Knowing that it's all symptomatic anyways. Ah, right? How about corporate greed? How are we doing? How are you in taking care of our planet? Is that getting better? Now the oceans are trashed, right? What waves will your kids be surfing? I'm not trying to be doom and gloom. I'm just saying, like, how are we doing? How's the political state in our country, let alone Illinois? So who's going to take on dealing with that? Who wants to take on politics? Somebody? Yes? Like, okay, but you see, like, but you guys catch this, like, I'm, I'm actually asking these questions not as rhetorical. Like, who's going to do it? <laughs> we need someone to do this stuff. Who wants to take on sex trafficking? Okay, we got a few takers. Like, all right, right? Like, we need some people to, like, I'll, do you see what's coming? Frodo chooses to do it. And you're going to hear Gandalf say this, the black speech, right? The Mordor talk is creeping into everywhere. This stuff is all over our churches now, isn't it? Porn and the money issues and the corporate greed. It's, the language is now, the churches are, 
even really that safe anymore, are they? Unfortunately. Ah, right? We need to deal with this. When I started teaching, the divorce rates, I think, were at 38%, right? Now, we're looking at over 50, approaching 60% in secular and Christian homes. Ah, help, right? Are we tracking? You guys catching the metaphor? Is it overwhelming? If it's not overwhelming, then you didn't get the metaphor. Is it overwhelming? Oh yeah, this is huge stuff that we're talking about, right? It is true. Mr. D's right. It's true. <laughs> Thank you, Boromir. Creeping in. It is a gift. A gift to the foes of Mordor. Why not use this ring? Long has my father, the steward of Gondor, what happened? kept the forces of Mordor at bay by the blood of our people. What is are your lands on? kept safe? Give Gondor the weapon of the enemy. Let us use it against him. You cannot wield it. None of us can. The One Ring answers to Sauron alone. It has no other master. And what would a ranger know of this matter? This is no mere ranger. He is Aragorn, the son of Aragorn. You owe him your allegiance. I love that. I know. Mic drop. I love Frodo's like, I've been hanging out with the king this whole time. What the heck? Right? It's so awesome. I think... Tolkien does it well. The king is on the journey. And heir to the throne. He's here with us, Emmanuel, right? How about this? Gondor has no king. Gondor needs no king. That's not true. Aragorn is right. We cannot use it. You have only one choice. <laughs> Which isn't a choice, right? The ring must be destroyed. What are we waiting for? Ah! 
See, I, I don't even miss this part of it. Can we just, okay, we'll take care of abortion by going in and blowing up all the abortion clinics. Does that solve it? We'll take care of the bullies by bullying them. Then you become a what? You're a bully. This is, this is the Hamlet tension, the Hamlet question, right? How do I fight evil without using evil to fight it? How do I fight sin without sinning? Oh, man. That's tough, isn't it? How do I take on the porn industry, take it down without sinning? Woo! <laughs> okay. How do I take on poli- the, you know, the political corruption right now without being politically corrupt? Got it? Like, but this is a big deal. Because we don't want to become the enemy in the process of fighting the enemy. Did everybody catch that? Yeah. cannot be destroyed, Gimli, son of Gloy, by any craft that we here possess. The ring was made in the fires of Mount Doom, but only there can it be unmade. It must be taken deep into Mordor and cast back into the fiery chasm from whence it came. One of you must do this. It's the only time in all, what, 14 hours of the movies that I've seen this happen? It's pretty rare that someone would do it that directly. But he broke that, what, ninth wall, eighth wall, third wall, sixth wall, what wall is it? Fourth wall, thank you. He's staring right at the audience in the movie theater. Right into the camera. You don't do that. I mean, by the way, right? Why does Peter Jackson have him do it? That wasn't an accident. One of you must do this. We need someone to deal with this. Kind of hoping that all over the planet, wherever this movie is played, that someone sitting in their little chair eating their popcorn will be like, oh yeah, I gotta, I gotta do something here. I gotta do it, right? All right, so we had a few takers, right? Sex trafficking, who's doing that? We got a few. All right, we got, all right, good. Who's political corruption? All right, now we got two. Okay, good. This is good. Little first period was a little little slower on the uptake, so that's all right. Who? Uh, how about who wants to like creation care, take care of our planet? Anybody? Oh, okay, we got one. I'll help with that one too. So there we go. Got a few other people. All right. Uh, who wants to take on like protecting family? Got a few. Yes, maybe. Okay, good. Like, see what's going on here. It's like we need this now. You're raising your hand. I'm not going to like, and then you'll get 100 on your project. This is what? Like, you have to decide if you're going to do it or not, and then go for it. And we didn't list all the things that are available, but this is who wants to go build the kingdom of God here on planet Earth? And part of how we build the kingdom is to push back the darkness, right? To dis- Jesus says, I came to destroy the works of the devil. I like that. That sounds good, doesn't it? That is worth doing. Right? Go team. We got it. All right. I love the awkward pause and then the meme. Right there. There it is. (laughs) Easy or hard? If you're not overwhelmed, you really didn't get the metaphor, right? Like this is big stuff. 
taking on corporate greed is a barren wasteland. Right? Like it's a huge deal. Right? Just taking on gossip in the church <laughs> is its own monster, right? It is folly. Have you heard nothing Lord Elrond has said? The ring must be destroyed. And I suppose you think you're the one to do it. And if we fail, what then? What happens when Sauron takes back what is his? I will be dead before I see the ring in the hands of an elf. Is anybody sick and tired of all the adults arguing? Let's, let's argue about how we're going to take care of the poor and never what? Take care of the poor, right? Let's fight about our denominational differences and our political differences and let's fight about how to deal with this stuff versus actually dealing with it. And so if you're sick of all the adults fighting about it and wasting their money and time, yeah, the enemy's laughing at us, right? Anybody hear it? No. Yeah, exactly. Amidst all the arguing and the bantering, we have this little hobbit who is actually the size of my five-year-old Olivia. That's how big they are, right? Little hobbits. This little character in this epic story says, I'll do it. I'll take it. Right? And what? Tolkien is saying that children are powerful. He's definitely doing that. But these aren't children. They're just the undervalued, overlooked characters in the, all of Middle-earth. People think they're not important. I actually firmly believe, like not just believe, like I firmly believe that's why Jesus taught high school. It was a unique type of high school, but almost all those disciples were your age. 16 to 20 year olds. Because he knew that teenagers can change the world. You aren't fully sucked into all those adult systems yet, are you? You're not fully disillusioned and overwhelmed to a point where you're apathetic about it, right? You actually still have hope. You still have dreams. You have all your whole life of possibility in front of you. And so Jesus grabs a bunch of teenagers and empowers them with his spirit and says, Go! Go do it. And they what? They do it. I could teach college. I've been offered jobs at like six or seven other high schools. I, I love my job here. Because I have watched Wheaton Academy students. Go do it. It's really cool. Powerful. Some of you will. Right? Which is really great. The other thing that I like about this moment is it starts with a yes. I think Tolkien actually nails this beautifully. Does he have does he have a board of trustees? Has he written his little letters yet? <laughs> does he have a whole group of people helping him? Does he even have a plan? Does he even know where Mordor is? You know, any of that says, starts with the I am willing and then what? And then everything else comes in. I think that's really powerful. God wants to know, are you willing? Because does God have some connections? <laughs> does he have some funding? <laughs> God God's got your back. He wants to bless you on your journey. And he will. He'll bless you. He's not going to call you into something and then not equip you to do it. He's already given you victory in it. He just wants to know, is anybody out there willing to go do this? Right? But we're not done yet. Uh, that's another important part of this metaphor. I will take 
Because you can you do this alone? You cannot do it alone. You're not designed to do it alone. I will take the ring to Mordor. You get Matt Hackett will help you out, right? So great. And uh, Jeff Brook, right? With long hair, hair extensions, Jeff Brook. So good. I mean, come on, it's the king of Middle Earth will serve you on your journey. You get Luke Regan, right there. And Sean McCallum, right? Come on, right? So good. Brad Musso, or. Thornton, right? Come on. The best fighters in Middle Earth. Powerful. This is indeed one of the council. The Gondor will see it done. Who's that? Skiba, maybe? Right? Come on, right? So good. I love Skiba. God, who likes Sam? He's like the best character in the story, right? Or maybe those guys are Skiba. I don't know. <laughs> right? You are the fellowship of the ring. You are the body of Christ. Right? You all have different parts. Actually, this is really important that all of you didn't raise your hand five minutes ago. That would have actually ruined the lesson. Because <laughs> not all of you are Frodo's. And not a, don't pretend to be one when you're not. That's silly. Some of you are designed to carry the burden of the task. Great. Raise your hand and go do it. You can't do it alone. Don't even try to do it alone. You, it won't work. You need a group of people to support you. And so the rest of you who didn't raise your hands, or even those of you who raised your hands, right? You guys are not all Frodo's. Some of you are Gandalf's. You're just wizards with chemistry and math, or maybe spiritually, you have these spiritual gifts that Paul writes about, and you are an important part of the journey and the quest. Be the Gandalf, right? Some of you are leaders. Some of you signed up for Project Lead and learned that you're not a leader, and that's why we want you to sign up and learn it now. Because are all of you leaders? No. Don't believe that lie. You can all lead, but not all of you are leaders. Let me guarantee that to you. <laughs> all right? So stop pretending to be a leader when you're not. Right? And those of you who are leaders, step up and lead. And be the Aragorn or the Galadriel that you're supposed to be. Some of you have incredible vision and wisdom beyond your years. And you can walk on snow, all right? Some of you are just powerful fighters, and you just give me a job, and let me get it done, and I'm going to chop through the red tape. Some of you are fiercely loyal, and we need that type of loyalty, right? Some of you love to cook, and I want good food on my journey. Don't you? Come on, seriously, right? Uh, we underestimate that. We underestimate the loyal friend who can cook and be a really good friend. 
I like good food. We need to eat along the way. We like to laugh. Take these two out of the story. And what does the whole epic feel like? Way too serious and kind of boring. We need to laugh. Joy is one of the fruits of the Spirit. I think the disciples and Jesus had a blast doing what they were doing. Bumbling along, figuring this all out. We need these guys. We need good friendship. Actually, I love that Tolkien has these four friends. I get to do a sailing trips with my brother. It's just a blast. Right? Like, that's all part of it. Fair enough? So I think part of the lesson today is go pick a ring and go destroy it. Build the kingdom. But do it in the way that God created you to do it. Don't be something that you're not. Actually, I still have enough time. The lesson's not over yet. This is one of the tragedies for me as a high school teacher, is I watch it all the time, especially at Wheaton Academy. There's, there's so many things like a Legolas or a Gandalf or you know, a Frodo that are celebrated in our culture. They're honored more than others. It's so like, I've got to be a leader, or I've got to bear the burden, or I've got to be a wizard, right? And actually, imagine if Sam did that. If Sam's like, well, everybody likes Legolas with the hair and the ears and the bow, so I'm going to get a bow and grow my hair out, right, and get you know, pointy ears, and how will that go? Can Sam be Legolas? But see, some of you are doing that. Some of you are. Imagine Pippin trying to be Aragorn. Will that work? See, and watch what will happen. We will lose our Pippin, because we'll spend all his time trying to be Aragorn, and we will not get another Aragorn. Because he can't do it. Yeah, I think let that sink in. Some of you, because of parents or friend or church or school culture, are feeling this pressure to be a certain way. And we're getting better and better at that around here. We really are. It used to be way worse, but we're getting better and better. But some of you still feel that pressure to be something that you're not. And you know what? You won't be able to do it. Figure it out now. And we're losing the real you in the process. Yeah? They've tried to have me be dean of students. They've asked me eight times. <laughs> Sorry, can you imagine? <laughs> oh, like, seriously? <laughs> could I do Aaron Carwell's job? No, I mean, I could, but really? <laughs> no way. Right? Like, I need to be here teaching, right? Because if I tried to do that, would I be able to do this? No. And I probably wouldn't do that as I, I know that I wouldn't be as good as she is. She's awesome, right? Does that make sense? Like, that's the thing is don't get sucked into something that you're not. Be you. And watch what happens. These guys love it. They're all awesome at what they do. They have a great time doing it. And they succeed. Body of Christ right there. And if you do it with love, which is 1 Corinthians 13... Now we're talking kingdom. You're the body of Christ, and the most excellent way to be the body of Christ and to fight the enemy is to do that through love in your giftedness. Thanks for a great semester. Sick of it? Yeah. You guys good? Hey, you guys are awesome. Take care. Bless you on the journey. Have fun destroying rings. That's your homework. Go destroy a ring. All right? Wait, what are we doing in class on Tuesday? Uh, we're going to talk about our journeys and then watch the destruction of the ring. It's not Monday, right? How's that sound? Monday. I think it's Monday, actually. I think it's Monday. You should be in the fellowship.
That's uh, uh, the next movie. All right. See ya.